Hey, this is Mia, and welcome to Friends After College. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Friends After College podcast. It's Mia, obviously. Um, I hope everybody's doing okay, or, you know, just as well as you can be, given everything scary that's happening in our world. We live in a very terrifying place. Um, And yeah, just doing what you need to do for yourself. I've been working really hard to just sort of compartmentalize um, everything that's going on and and learning and, you know, staying up to date and educating myself Um, and, you know, not going numb to the things that don't necessarily affect me. I live, you know, with the recent Roe v. Wade decision. Um, I live in a blue state where abortion rights have been codified into law but I know that not everybody's in that same situation. So I'm just trying to, you know, be supportive and learn as much as I can and just be there for, you know, people who might need the privilege that I'm able to have. Um, and, and balancing all of that with taking care of myself. And if there's a lot going on and, you know, I'm getting bombarded on my phone with news alerts, just turning it off, um, because that's okay. And we are not made to be in a 24 hour constant news cycle and constantly learning about all the horrible things that are happening in the world. So it's important to stay updated and, you know, be aware, but it's also really important to take care of yourself. And I think it's easy to forget that with just the constant bombardment of media and information that we get. Um, but this podcast, I want to be a safe space where we can kind of, um, put some of those harder things aside when we have the privilege to be able to do so and uh, reflect on friendships and things that, you know, other parts of our lives that are important too. Um, So with all of that being said, um, on a more positive note, introducing this week's episode. So I had the absolute pleasure of a lifetime, basically, of being able to speak to one of my own favorite TikTok influencers, Maya Mindoro. So Maya has amassed um, over 50,000 followers on TikTok with her very fun, lighthearted Denver TikTok content. And very quickly, her account grew. She'll talk a little bit about that in our interview, just with her showing things to do around Denver and like cute coffee shops to go to and different activities that young people living in Denver can do. And she eventually turned that into, I say eventually, even though it happened very quickly and it's grown so quickly, um, into this really amazing community called Denver Girls Club, which is made to just bring young women together in Denver in a safe place to make new friends, try new things, uh, see new places around the city and get to know the city and explore it. Um, And I mean, she's done all these amazing things, but I think just the most wonderful thing about her is that her energy is literally so infectious and so contagious. Um, I literally couldn't stop smiling editing this episode because she's just a ray of sunshine. And I had such a great time talking to her. Um, and I felt like we had a lot in common and I was like, Oh my gosh, I have so much in common with this really cool person. I felt really good about myself. Um, but yeah, it was like almost like selfishly, I was asking her to be on the podcast because I love her so much. And she was one of the first like Denver based influencers that I followed when I moved here. Um, and beyond Denver, it's just like her message is universal. Um, especially among women, like finding, 
those finding that community to empower you wherever you are is like so incredibly important and I think the fact that she has taken so much time and energy to foster that is so incredible and so selfless and I am I'm just obsessed with her (laughs) so without further ado here is Maya Mindoro All right. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Not too bad. How are you this morning? I'm pretty good. Um, I'm so excited to speak with you. You are actually like one of the first people that I followed on like Denver TikTok when I I first moved here a year ago. Um, And I've not only like found so many cute coffee shops and restaurants and things to do, I've also seen this community grow that you created and we're going to get into that. Um, But first off, can you just like tell me a little bit about yourself, what you're doing now and sort of like your journey through friendship throughout your life? And I ask every guest that question. Yeah, totally. So hi, my name is Maya. I am from Colorado, from Broomfield originally. um, And I live in Denver now with my boyfriend. I went to school in Iowa and then came back to Colorado, you know, immediately after that, because nothing is good as Denver and the Mile High City. Um, But then I really leaned into the friendships that I would say I had through high school and growing up because that was easy. Um, And I adore, you know, those friends. So I didn't really feel necessarily the need to get new ones because I liked my friends. Um, So that was really where I was for two years um, after graduating college. And then this year I tried really hard to put myself out there and make more connections in the area, especially because I know there's so many people who moved here during COVID and just people I didn't meet in high school, you know, granted, um, that I could be really good friends with. So really tried to put it out there uh, to meet new connections. And that's how kind of the Denver Girls Club stemmed, um, but just out of me trying to meet new friends. That's so awesome. And like having... I don't know, just being able to take your desire to make new friends and literally make a, a community, not only for yourself, but for other people. I mean, that's just incredible. And I feel like that's the goal, right? Like we all just want community and um, yeah. So we're going to get more into that. Um, but first, what was it like sort of initially transitioning into adulthood and making new friends, like leaving college? Was there anything you struggled with? Cause I know you said you, you were moving back here essentially, and you had people already here no one tells you like how hard it is to make friends as an adult. Mm -hmm. Like that is so difficult. Um, I found it difficult at least. And especially in COVID times, like we didn't really go out and like try to interact with strangers nearly as much. I don't feel comfortable, you know, now going up to someone in a coffee shop and saying, Hey, maybe do you want to be friends? Like, (laughs) I don't know. That just like, isn't exactly um, where I, I felt comfortable um, making friends. So it was, it was really kind of difficult. I would say for, uh, you know, lack of better term, I tried to kind of put out there maybe last fall, like, does anyone want to be, you know, like meet for coffee, whatever, like on my TikTok channel. And those really got a lot of traction, which was cool. So then I tried to find 
areas like a like a club like a Denver girls club um to interact with people to kind of break the ice and um have it be a little bit more comfortable for everybody but the clubs and the groups that are finding just weren't doing activities that I personally wanted to do um it was you know let's go hike at like 3 a.m and do a 14er <laughs> and that was just like maybe not the best way for me to make friends um, I don't know if I'm my best self at 3 a.m. So I uh, tried to find opportunities uh, where I felt comfortable and then hopefully other people would feel comfortable there as well. Totally. That's so amazing. And I feel especially like somewhere in Denver where there is kind of a vibe of like, this is what people do here. And the reality is not everybody's going to be into that. I mean, I ski, I hike, um, like my boyfriend's super into all of that, but I'm not nearly as into it as some people are. Like, I don't do that every single day. So like when people say, oh, we'll just go and like find a hiking group, go and find a trail running group. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I want to find people who are like going to coffee shops and, you know, going to workout classes and and stuff sort of like around the city that is more my day to day. Cause that's where I want to find my people. Um, so I think that that's really cool that you sort of found that niche that like, wasn't really here. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's super, super cool. Um, and getting a little bit more back into you personally, um, my next question is what do you personally look for in a friendship? Like whether you're, you've known that person for years and you're, you're rekindling a friendship with them or it's a brand new person. Like, do you have green and red flags for friendships? I was really trying to think about this one, you know, like, um, <laughs> I, like I never, I guess thought about it, um, on what my green and red flags are. So just like, kind of thinking off the top of my head here, because I did not come up with a a good answer (laughs) beforehand. No worries. um, It's just like genuine, authentic, you know, like people is who I think I gravitate towards. You know, they're really comfortable in their own shoes. They are super, you know, into whatever interests them specifically, not what everyone else is just doing. Um, want to have a good time and just like pretty friendly and up for anything I think are kind of my my green flags I guess opposite red is like I don't know if it's red that might be like rude (laughs) but you know like when people don't want like aren't like oh yeah let's go to a coffee shop and brunch and take pictures and chat like you know like when people aren't down for some things like that I'm like okay I guess like we could go do you know like something else Um, but I feel like just like being up for anything, um, and having that good attitude and joyfulness, I feel like is like contagious. So those are the type of things that I gravitate towards. Totally. And I feel like when we're making adult friendships that kind of like up for anything can be so terrifying to do and just have like that attitude. I, I mean, I personally, especially after COVID, I just kind of felt like I almost shut down that part of me because we just didn't have to go and do anything or try anything new for two years. And I feel like I almost got comfortable with that. Um, so then moving here and, you know, the world being way more open, um, when I moved here last summer, I was just like, I don't know how to put myself out there anymore. And just saying yes to things that I wouldn't always say yes to, um, trying to find the balance between like doing things I actually want to do and like taking chances has been tough for me, but 
it's so important when, you know, you're trying to find your people in adulthood because otherwise like you're going to just either have the same friends that you've always had, or you're just going to kind of be alone, which I don't want to do. So yeah. Totally. And I feel like too, it's really difficult. Like where you're saying like putting yourself out there, like trying new things, like failing as an adult, like feels like really difficult. And even if it's I don't know why this came to mind first, but like axe throwing, you know, like someone (laughs) wants to go axe throwing and like, I've never been, I don't want to be bad at it. You know, like, I don't want them not to like me. I feel like that is a hurdle that a lot of people go through. Um, Whatever the the new thing is or putting themselves out there itself is like the challenge on top of trying to make that new friend. And it's just like overwhelming and too much. Right. Oh my gosh. And I've had that my entire life. I've always been scared to try new things. Cause I'm, I'm like a perfectionist. I'm very type a, Same. I, I always worry that I'm going to fail. I was talking to my mom about this recently because a lot of her friends golf and she has never been a golfer. And she's now, she thinks that she's beyond the part of her life where she could take yes. that up. And mm-hmm. she admitted to us, she's like, I'm just scared of being bad. Like, I don't want to be bad in front of all my friends. And I'm like, they're your friends. They're going to help you. Like, you're going to have fun because you're with them. And it was really interesting to see that my mom, who I think has it, everything figured out and like it totally. all put together, she has that fear too with her friends that, you know, unconditionally love her. So um, I think that that's a huge hurdle that a lot of us have, but don't really talk about. Um, right. And you kind of have to overcome that to put yourself out yes, there. Yes, very much, very much so. So um, first talking about like your TikTok account and how that's kind of grown, can you just speak a little bit about that experience and sort of what that's meant for you? Did you like set out to have this kind of community and following or did it just kind of happen? It definitely just sort of happened. I've always, you know, liked social media, I would say more than other people, you know, like have been consistently posting on my Instagram for years. Um, I wasn't too sure about TikTok, honestly, (laughs) because I am not coordinated enough to do any of the dances. (laughs) So I'm like, I don't know if this is um, for me or not, but it kind of started at the end of the summer, you know, like last year, um, posting a little bit. I was like, okay, just try to post once a week. Um, Like we were saying before, that felt like a hurdle. You know, like I, I didn't want it to be embarrassing, you know, like <laughs> for people that I knew outside, um, you know, of TikTok to find it and be like, oh my gosh, well, you know, like, what is she doing? Like, that yeah. was a fear of mine, honestly. So I'm like, okay, just once a week, you know, like post. And then I went to once a day and then I went to multiple times um, a day because I definitely like, again, saw this need sort of first of cute, fun, girly things to do in Denver that people didn't like automatically know existed. Like it's not just all bacon and beer festivals and like, you know, like sunrise hike, like that's just not (laughs) all. It's some of the activities, but definitely not all of the activities um, that exist. So trying to highlight like cute places that I like um, because I found people were always asking where would you go for a work from home day, you know, coffee shop or like, where should we go to dinner? So started posting that, um, which kind of got my foot into the door. And then when I started posting like in December, like, hi, my name's Maya. I um, like coffee shops and shopping and, you know, work in marketing. Would anyone ever want to 
get coffee or, you know, do something together. And these TikToks that I was posting were blowing up. And I was like, okay, there's like a lot of people who I like did not expect to be drawn, you know, to those videos. I was, I was thinking like, maybe if like five people responded, I would be really happy and like overwhelmed and like, okay, five new friends, check. (laughs) You know, like that, that's what I was trying um, to get into. Um, And it just definitely surpassed that. So like I kind of mentioned before, I was trying then to find like a group or something that we could, Hey, let's go to the so-and-so group um, and do an activity to kind of meet each other for safety reasons, for feeling awkward, you know, like for all the reasons I just wanted to find a like neutral ground um, to meet people. And it just like didn't exist for what I was looking for. So I scheduled like a happy hour at Avanti in the Highlands. I, I arrived an hour before I told anyone else to come because I was so nervous. I was like, (laughs) I don't know if anyone's going to show up. Um, and I just like was, had my bag on like ready by the door, like so early. And I was just like, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to sit there, you know, like have my espresso martini, um, save a space just in case like anyone comes and right. 20 girls that I didn't know showed up, which just like made me so happy on, you know, like a Tuesday, you know, like right. night to meet someone that they did not know, maybe one or two people came with their like roommates. But mm. besides that, um, no one really knew each other. Um, wow. And that's kind of where I felt like this could this could be something. Um, if no planning, no warning, 20 people, you know, wanted to get drinks on this random right. day to meet strangers, like, okay, that that could be something. And it kind of snowballed from there. I, I never intended to have this community. You know, I wasn't sure if I wanted to to lead that. That's a lot of responsibility. Right. Um, but it is definitely, you know, my baby now. <laughs> I have, you know, tried to make it the best um, it possibly can be. I hired my sister to help me, you know, like <laughs> manage some of it um, and like help, help me just uh, dig through some of the tasks on my Denver Girls Club to-do list, uh, try to be really you know, careful to make it safe for everybody, for everyone to be comfortable, and then setting up at least one and sometimes more of these in-person meetups um, every month around the city, just of like spin classes, of candle making, um, you know, like happy hours, like brunch, all those types of things. Um, And they've been really successful, especially I feel like because I've worked with a lot of great partners who are also like local businesses in the area or, you know, women owned businesses. So they really understand like this community piece that I'm trying to get behind. And it has just been so awesome to see all these different areas um, and people kind of meet each other through this, through social media. No, it's, I mean, it's incredible. Just like watching the TikTok, seeing the photos, you know, of everybody coming together and like all of these people that don't know each other. I mean, when you said that initially when 20 people showed up to your happy hour um, and a few people brought their roommates, but most people didn't know each other, that surprised me because I mean, if I were to go something to something like that, I would most likely be like, okay, one of my friends, my roommate, whatever, like you're coming with me. I can't do this alone. Yes. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like I almost have to take that chance. Like 
that's how you meet people because otherwise you're going to like be in the little circle with people, you know, totally. And like, that's honestly like the biggest hurdle that I hear feedback from like people, like I couldn't find parking. So I almost like just left right then because (laughs) I was so nervous or like I almost canceled day of because I just like didn't, didn't know if I could do that. Um, and when people come and it probably takes, I would say five minutes, you find, you know, like you go through the standard, you know, questions, where you're from, you know, what do you do? Where do you live? And you can find, um, some commonality with people and you're good, you know, but it's definitely such a scary thing to get into the door. Like that's honestly the hardest part. Um, it's just walking into it. Um, so vulnerable. Right. Oh my gosh. No, totally. It's, that's like the most terrifying concept in the world to me, but, um, I'm figuring it out. Um, so will you just tell me like, I mean, we've kind of gotten into this a little bit, but just like how Denver girls club really started sort of like as an actual thing beyond just like the one meetup that you had, um, how did it blow up sort of? Totally. So when people had like started to comment on like my videos about just like, Hey, does anyone want to get coffee? Um, I started putting people into like a Instagram chat, you know, and there was maybe like 30 of us. There's like a random cat on um, Instagram, like oh, yeah. chats that's like under 40. So I was like, right. okay, let me try to put it on a group me um, and just like have a chat for these people who had reached out, like, let's get together, that type of thing. But it was right under 40, like it wasn't huge at all. Um, but just a little bit too much if it was like a group text or something. Yeah. Um, so then I put it on group me and, you know, like I was kind of able to share like that link and have that in my profile so that people, when they saw my videos, like they could go right to it. Um, it was like called like the Denver girlies. Like that's what I, what I just had called the group chat because I didn't think it was anything, um, besides that. And pretty quickly like it gained like it had like 1500 members in it um just in the just in the group me um of people who had seen my videos who had heard of it because I had been on like Denver News you know like they had featured me like just one way or another people had found this chat and like it was it was so much um so many people like I was it I kind of lost control of it almost because of how group me, you know, is it's just right. like one string of conversation, like for yeah. 1500 people is like, is like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I tried to then find a different way, um, to have this online presence, um, for the Denver girls club specifically and, um, Geneva reached out to me and it was such a game changer it's like a discord slack sort of chat but social specific like not meant necessarily for businesses it's meant for these communities and that made such a difference you know like there's so many different rooms in there that people can talk about dogs and concerts and you know like camping recommendations and things they have for sale just ask like there's so many of these different things that people can like hyper specifically ask about or, you know, be part of those conversations and they don't have to, um, if they don't want to, like you can mute those and still check in on them later. So that has been great. 
there's an area where like I can post the events that I um, throw so that it doesn't get lost in that like huge chain of right. a group me, you know, like one, one thread. So that has been super awesome. And then have really dove into the, the Denver girls club name. Um, I think it was when I was doing like my first, I know like someone asked if wanted to write about it or something. And I didn't want to tell them it was like called like the Denver girlies. I don't know why <laughs> I was just like, okay, let me like change it a little bit. Um, so I made it the Denver girls club and um, made the little logo and then kind of have been diving deeper into like that having its own identity almost so like I mentioned like I hired my sweet sister who is like helping me with logos and like making um, you know recommendations on places that we should go for local businesses in Colorado not just Denver so it's definitely taking on um, a life of its own, but it's really, really cool to see um, just this growth in like six months for the Denver Girls Club. Yeah. I mean, oh my gosh, it has blown up so quickly when you said that that group me had 15,000 or sorry, 1500 people in it. Um, 15,000 would be a lot. Um, I, I wish, I, (laughs) I think I had actually joined that group me like sort of at the beginning and there were like 500 people in it when I joined and it was like all these people having their own separate conversations <laughs> with each other in the chat and um it was really but it was really cool to see and I was like I don't even know how I can like slip anything in here right now yes, exactly exactly <laughs> mm-hmm. but it was so cool and I, like it's just like b- completely blown up and and grown so fast so I mean props to you that's that's incredible um and kind of with that you are like probably the busiest influencer that I've reached out to for the show. Like I can't even imagine all the different things that you're juggling. So like, how do you manage everything between work, like content creation, Denver girls club, you said you have a boyfriend, like, and, and just like your own social life. How the hell do you like deal with all of that? That is a great question that I'm still like <laughs> trying to figure out. Um, I think you mentioned, and I'm like the same way. I'm a perfectionist. I um, am very type A. I like things, you know, like how I like them. And I'm also like a yes person. I want yeah. to do what I like. I want to be involved. I want to, you know, help people out. Like I want to say yes to virtually everything. And it's definitely catching up to me. Um, I have a full-time job in marketing, which I love and have mm-hmm. had for three years since I graduated college. And then I do some you know, content creation on the side that isn't just for Denver Girls Club. You know, it's maybe some recommendations in Denver that places want me to check out. Um, It's then Denver Girls Club is its own beast. So I definitely don't have a good answer to this because (laughs) I am not juggling um, things super well. I, I came home at like midnight last night from a trip to LA for VidCon which was like insane. Um, I want to go check out like the, the Highland Street Fair today, um, which is only today. So I'm like, I just like can't not say yes, you know, like to doing all the things that I want to do. Um, but that's why I tried to like hire my sister um, right. to help me with Denver Girls Club. Um, it's been really great that some of my friends you know before Denver Girls Club have started coming to the events so it's like cool to see those um lives 
sort of mix um, and like they don't have to be separated. Um, And then my boyfriend and my family are so supportive of just everything that I'm doing, which is so awesome, you know, like makes it makes it really great. They're all in the area. So they're helping out when they can. Um, They're coming to events when they can that that make me really happy. But I am definitely I'm still trying to figure out um, how to balance it, how to not burn myself out. Um, and if you find out how you do that, let me know. Um, cause it's, it's not a skill that I have mastered. Oh my gosh. Totally. I like my social battery is I like, I've still not figured out how to recharge it, but I'm slowly learning. And I mean, I work in advertising, so I know that that can like creatively burn you out as well. Like totally. it's, it's crazy trying to balance all of that. So um, between that, between like the social, like recharging your social battery, are, are there things that you've found that maybe don't like completely fix the problem or like, isn't a permanent lasting solution necessarily, but like little things that you do to just kind of recharge, be by yourself. Cause I'm like, I'm still learning how to be by myself. Period. Totally. Yes. I well, I love, I love being by myself, you know, like, cause I definitely feel like that's where like my battery recharges. I would right. say I'm a really extroverted introvert. Because being, you know, like at home with like a book, like in my bed by 10 is like perfect when I've had such an overwhelming like week or, you know, like so much has gone on. Um, I would say for like these different buckets, like I feel really good when I like have a, a list of things that like, okay, these are the priorities and like I want to physically check them off, like, um, you know, have that accountability. Um, and then for like things like content creation, I, when I have a good day, I try to film as much as like I humanly like physically can, because a lot of days, like I just do not want to be on camera and, you know, like make content. Like it's the juice, the creative juices are just like not flowing. So I, um, I try to capitalize on that for like my content creation, you know, like batch things. Um, reach out to friends that help me, you know, do campaigns and stuff, which has been super, super helpful. Um, and then, you know, just like making sure to take those, like those steps to have time to yourself, you know, like scheduling, like a massage. Um, I love working in coffee shops to kind of like get me into a new flow out of just like my apartment and things like that. So I try to do like those little things that I know make me happy um, as like a reward almost, you know, like, okay, like you're doing really great. Go get your oat latte, you know, like (laughs) work there for a little bit. Don't, you know, like be so hard on yourself. Um, I feel like it's, it's sort of where I'm at right now, but I definitely have not figured it all out. Yeah. It's tough. Oh my gosh. And like, I, I feel that in terms of like the creativity burnout it, when I'm so feeling that, motivated, yeah. even like with this podcast, um, which I just launched when I'm f- on a day that I'm feeling motivated, I'm like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do as much work as possible to prepare for episodes. I'm going to edit as much as possible. And on the days when I'm just not feeling that I don't force myself to. Right. You just can't like, because right. yeah, you just, it can't. makes you mm-hmm. like not like it anymore. And that's what and it should be. Of. fun. Right. Yes. It should be fun. It shouldn't feel like a job and you just have to listen to yourself. And if it's not, if you're not feeling it, if you're getting, you know, negative feedback from people who don't know, you know, like I'm thinking comments, like, right. Turn it off. Like it's like, it's okay to not 
be on, you know, like all the time to hit every single, like it's okay not to be perfect, which is hard if we're talking to like two perfectionists, but I feel like I have to like voice that. And that's why I also like on my social media, like posting, okay, these are my goals. Like these are like things I want to focus on knowing that they're not necessarily going to be like my most engaged content ever. But I, I feel like that holds me accountable, you know, like on those goals are things like, okay, walk, you know, like X amount of times every, every week, because you love your hot girl walks, you know, like you can go (laughs) to have coffee, you know, like as much, you know, like those type of things are also in there. So it's not just like performance-based. It's like also just like trying to be well-rounded and writing it down. You can do stuff for yourself. Um, It'll be okay. Right. Oh my gosh. Totally. Um, I love that. So, uh, where can people find you? Like plug your socials, any of your work, like where can people find you and Denver girls club? Totally. So, um, both of my personal socials are Maya Mindoro. So just my name, M A I Y A M I N D O R O on TikTok and Instagram are kind of where I'm most, um, there sneak peek we are working on um a denver girls club social which i'm really excited um about having again like its own life props to my sister again for (laughs) for helping me um do that one um but then on my social channels um there is the link in my bio to everything that you need from the group chat to where the events are on eventbrite to you know like moments like this. So if you have questions or you want to, you know, like hear what I've said to to people, you can all find that on um, my profiles in social media. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This was absolutely wonderful. I'm so like, I'm so thrilled that I was able to talk to you because I've just been like watching your TikToks for so long. That Um, is so sweet. Thank you for asking me. I really, really appreciate that. Absolutely. And I'm really excited to see where everything goes with all of this. Thank you. Friends After College is an independently produced podcast. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at friendsaftercollegepod. See you next week.